0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Just like that.
1: Your home for everything rugby league. This is running it straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt on SENZ. Uh, that is right, really.
2: Yeah, welcome in. We're running it straight, the inaugural episode of our special rugby league show. We're going to do it every Wednesday between three and four, myself alongside Tony Kemp. We heard from our listeners, our audience, we need a rugby league show. And here it is, Kempy, rocking and ready to go. Mate,
0: been waiting, been waiting for the time to rock out a rugby league show. Our listeners love rugby league out there. And yes, I. Sammy, running it straight. Love uh,
2: mate, it. Mate, I absolutely love it. What, are, what can people expect, Kempe? What are we going to try and achieve with this uh, with the show each
0: week? Well, obviously we want a preview and review of the season, hence the, the reason why we're going to have it on a Wednesday so we can look at the games that we've just been and, and, and seen and then, of course, leading into the next ones, such as Origin tonight and uh, the games on the weekend. Uh, we'll obviously get some people on to talk about football. Um, key, you know, obviously key chats today. We've got Stace coming on at quarter past three. Um, and then just look at the big headlines for the week you know what i mean what what's actually out there in the in the uh in the league domain that's really uh getting people's emotions uh, up and around, up and at adam
2: yeah just um just before we um, get to a few of our segments to kick off the show uh stacy what what um I guess history do you have with Stace if you can just let the audience know sort of how far you guys go back and how involved you've been together in the club over the years?
0: Well, it's funny. When I was at Newcastle, I had a, a kid na- uh, staying with me by the name of Logan Campbell. Uh, he played for Auckland against Canberra, made his name by running around Melbourne and England scoring a try and colour Park. So he told me the Auckland Warriors under-19s were coming over and I went down and watched them in Gosford and a young kid by the name of Stacey Jones along with Aaron Gutenberg were playing in that game and that was the first time I met Stace. I think he was 17. Um, but fast forward to 1995 and the year I retired from the Kiwis in the World Cup was Stace's first test match against Tonga. Mm. So I've known Stace for a number of years. Um, of course at the Warriors I coached and he played for us, went through that wonderful run from 2003 to 2003 um, and of course he came back and played for me when I was head coach. So I've known Stace for a number of years in his family, watched them all grow and of course been watching Stace um, from a distance, not really having a lot to do with him. Um, but this this decision about giving him the head job yesterday, I had a chat to Stace last night and you know, for me it's a little bit different than Mark Graham and Benji Marshall when you're talking about greats because those three root those four actually, Ruben Wicke, Benji Marshall, Mark Graham and Stacey Jones are mm. uh, our four biggest Kiwis ever. The difference with Stacey Jones is that he is the Warriors through and through. So um, had a little bit of a discussion with him. You know, do you realise what you got yourself into and what you're putting on the line? Because he's putting a lot on the line. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I just want to make sure that you know, with that in mind, we get through the season and, and his money's still intact.
2: Oh, he's he's got to know that he potentially could finish the season in his first stint as a head coach. You know, two wins. A 10 losses type thing you know he's got to be prepared for that well it's, um, it's
0: deja vu mate you know like my first game it was the same sort of s- s- I said that to Stace like we were talking last night I said mate so similar Yeah. you know and he's left mid season you take over you know and generally you go well in your first game we played Canberra Ruben was up I had plenty of motivation just said to the boys if you remember that game you know with first Ruben, like I want everyone to tackle him <laughs> we, <laughs> we ended up losing four blokes that week to judiciary um, <laughs> but we got the win uh, yeah. but we didn't get too many after that and I think the reality will soon, soon you know, um, become one for Stace when he, when he realises that you know, this is about getting to the end of the year. Mm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so we'll catch up with Stacey Jones very, very shortly. But uh, we'll introduce our segments as we go. They'll be, um, become recurring things as time goes on. You'll get used to them. But uh, to kick off every show, what we'll do is we'll get Kempy's Call.
1: Kempy's Call.
0: Well, for me, who would want to be a coach of an NRL team in this day and age with 13 rounds done and dusted? We've already seen three of those coaches sacked: Barrett McGuire and Brown, and another looking down the barrel of a gun in Justin Holbrook at the Titans. That's a quarter of the roster's whanau of coaches binned for 2021 already. When are we all, this is, this is a question, when are we going to see the NRL bring in a policy that allows coaches to at least see out the year and not suffer the embarrassment of being sacked mid-year? Don't they have a duty of care to protect the mental well-being and integrity of NRL coaches? Well, I think they do. If a club decides that a coach is good enough to sign a two- to three-year deal to coach, then at least make it compulsory that they all are safe in their seats until the end, and I say the end of the season, and until the reviews are done. I feel sorry for the three coaches who have been dumped, and Justin Holbrook must be dreading the next couple of weeks. The NRL needs to manage this area a lot better. It's not fair that coaches are singled out for clubs who have more problems in losing games. For me, it's time to shift the the blame game from the coaches. Protect them from mid-season sackings. Yes, an NRL priority. There you go, Kempy's
2: call at the start of the show. We will do that every week. His opinion. You can have your say as well. Double eight, double three on the temper bedpost post text machine. If you've ever got questions for Kempy for the show or whoever we've got on today, it's Stacey Jones. Flick them through double eight, double three, and we will uh, we will put them to whoever is relevant. Uh, what we will also do uh, to kick off the show is have a look back at the round that has just been in our round wrap. Round rewind. Yeah, the round rewind, so round uh, 13, Kempe, which was um, a shortened round because of State of Origin this week, so just eight teams in play. The Titans and the Cowboys kicked it off last Thursday, and the Cowboys, 32 points to six. Um, I was a little bit surprised, I and mean, I know the Titans are travelling poorly this year, but I thought, given they're missing six Origin players, the Cowboys, I thought maybe this is the time that you know a team like the Titans
0: bag a win. Not to be. Not to be, and aren't you kicking yourself that Todd Payton isn't still here? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's brought a culture into the Cowboys team. Oh, I talked about it on the breakfast show. Like, you know, he's gone over straight away and said to Jason Tomalola, "You need to pull your finger out." Um, and many, many weeks of, of uh, talk saying that Jason Tomalola is going to go and find another club. But if you ever look at the game he played, especially this one, man, Jason Tomalola is back to his best. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I'm not surprised they're sitting third on the table, and they're looking like serious title contenders. The Titans, on the other hand. Geez, i got some problems. Just see that with Justin Holbrook. He must be worried about having all these players, you know, um, for feeders not firing. He's, again, you know, they're talking about big signings. But for me, like, Oh, the Titans are going to find it hard to get out of that back end.
2: Yeah, I thought um, last year with some of the signings that they had announced, the guys they were getting, and then of course um, Mal Meninga's involved with the club, isn't he, in the football department, and I thought, yeah, they're going to turn a corner very shortly, but um, not to be, in Justin Holbrook's going to suffer. Um, Panthers-Bulldogs the following night, and once again I thought maybe the Bulldogs might put a bit of a fight up. Um, The Panthers lost to the Tigers this time last year during Origin, and the Tigers were sitting in 16th, so people thought that might happen again. The Panthers, once again, just too strong and too well coached.
0: Yeah, well, they're without a coach. Trent Barrett, first coach, should be sacked, obviously, with the Bulldogs. And the Panthers got their claws into them. And just, you know, the depth that that club has, the academy, the structures that they put in place under full goal before he moved out, uh, has got them in good stead. I don't see them getting any weaker through Origin. I don't see them being weak All year, they're the benchmark of the competition at the moment. Thirty to eighteen, a true reflection of of where those two teams stand.
2: And last year as well, they were not afraid to back up Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai. Those guys pretty much backed up after Origin, so they probably aren't going to miss one or two games. Some of their stars. Um, Just quickly, the last two games, the Seagulls and the Warriors. I feel like we've talked about that a lot over the last week or so. I don't know if you want to say anything extra on that. Yeah,
0: of course. You know, like Jake Trebovich made a statement. Now he wants to play Origin too and as we called on Saturday night Sammy me and you the game he carried the ball seven times and he shifted the defence half a dozen of those times he carried it with the way that he passed the football so you know he's, he's number two as far as the 13 that can pass a football in the competition he's just mm-hmm. unlucky that Isaiah um, uh, Yeo is in there at the moment you yeah. know if there's an injury to the to, to the New South Wales 13 Jake Trebor goes straight back in.
2: Absolutely and, and obviously Freddie's looking for continuity with those Panthers players in origin um, and just finally Raiders Roosters and that was probably the the uh, upset of the round the Raiders are going very well I think they're 4-1 over the last 5 so they're starting to turn things around um, the Roosters will be disappointed though
0: yeah especially with their team and, and at the beginning of the year we picked the Roosters to be right up there near the top of the competition yeah. and they're sitting down the back end of the competition at the moment so um I thought it was a really good game. Joseph Manu was inspirational. You know, he's yeah, he he one a one-man band. As a coach of the Warriors, he'd be the bloke I'd be going after. You know, he carried the ball for 300 meters. He beat the record, which was held by Dylan Ed- Edwards of the most carries. I think Dylan Edwards uh, held that with 26 carries. Uh, Joseph got it up to 30 carries. So he just showed that he's a he's probably a top fullback. Given that tedesco has got their position for them for any other club in the competition. So mm. if the Warriors are listening, get your chequebook out, go sign Joseph Manu. we we'll preview State
2: of Origin a bit later on. As well as uh, round 14 in in our round preview towards the back half of the show Uh, but coming up next uh, Stacey Jones the interim Warriors head coach named yesterday with the uh, leaving or the resignation of Nathan Brown so we're going to catch up with Stacey Jones right after this
1: hard-hitting analysis of one of the greatest games on earth we're talking rugby league this is running it straight on SENZ
2: Yeah, welcome back into Running It Straight On, SNZ, our brand new rugby league show from 3 to 4 every Wednesday. Tony Kemp and myself taking you through until 4 o'clock, and it's a very special privilege uh, Privilege to welcome into the show uh, new Warriors interim coach, uh, Stacey Jones. Welcome in, Stace.
1: Yeah, hi, how you going?
2: Very well, mate. How's, uh, how's the last 24 hours been? How did you sleep last night? Has the mind stopped uh, racing?
1: Yeah, look, it's certainly been uh, uh, not the ideal situation. Um, to be in for the club um, however um, you know we haven't sort of been getting the results and, and things change and um, I've been given an opportunity to, to take over the team as an interim coach and yeah look uh, I'm excited about it but you know like I said it's, it's, it's not the ideal situation for us
0: Hey Stace mate thanks for coming on the show th- uh, this afternoon mate everyone's um, question is why? Like what? What is the why for you in taking up the head coach's role?
1: Uh, hey Kempy, yeah, good question. I, look, I, I think there's was just not many other options at at this minute, really. Um, I was assistant coach um, here at the moment, and yeah, look, things aren't going um, going well, and and we can identify that. Um, but yeah, the the club, uh, Mark. Uh, Robinson and Cameron George approached me um, uh, just before what happened with, with uh, Brownie and said, Would I be interested? And I said, Look, hey, it's not ideal, like I said at the beginning of the show, but um, I'll do it. You know, this, this club has been a big part of my life for a long time and we're in a tough situation. I love the, the club and, and, and what it's about, um, um, but right now it's not not good um, however you know I'll put everything into it that I can and try and you know turn, turn things around with, with the group that we have.
0: Yeah and is that, is that the, the real reason Stace is because of your love uh, for the club over such a long period of time you, you know apart from your little excursion up to, um, up to France it has been at the, at the forefront of your career right from since you were a teenager hasn't it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, When I finished playing, I went back and and, uh, coached at grassroots levels at at my local club, Point Share, and and then sort of did a bit of uh, development stuff at the Warriors and then onto the 20s and and reserve grade and was part of Stephen Kearney's set-up um, as an assistant coach for a couple of years and um, wasn't part of the group last year, the NRL group, and when... um, Couple of people moved to different positions. Craig Hodges went to general manager of football. He was assistant coach. Um, the club asked if I'd come back over over these ways and and, and help out. Um, look, it's been a tough year uh, for us, and we certainly haven't um, got the results that we're after. But um, yeah, I'm certainly hoping that I can you know get stuck in and, and help out where I can.
0: Stace, one of the things that Cameron Georges said is that the culture at the club is really good. You've been involved in a number of uh, cultural settings in at the club, you know, back in the early 2000s with myself and the Ando, um, right through until today. What's what's your take on uh, how everyone's feeling, the, the future of the club, especially in and around setting that culture and getting it right so that you are fighting out for the top eight or the top four?
1: Yeah, look, obviously, if you're looking from outside in, you'll be saying that the culture is, is terrible, but the club's done some really good stuff of trying to bring its roots back to New Zealand and uh, Tohu Harris, uh, the captain really got stuck in and tried to bring a flavour of, of bringing our culture, New Zealand culture, to the group. Um, unfortunately, it's not rubbing off on the field. But um, the stuff that they've done with the leadership group and, and all that, oh, you know, you can't fault what they've done there. Um, but like anything, um, if you're not winning footy games, it, it's, it's you know your, your confidence is down. But as far as what they're doing, trying to build with the culture and get it back to what we're used to in New Zealand they're trying their their best there and you know we're going to be home in a couple of weeks time and you know hopefully we can go back uh, back home with you know um, some good results Mm.
0: yeah and yeah we're all hoping that and I'm pretty sure we're still going to have some good support because everyone's been starved of their rugby league here in New Zealand mate just uh, for yourself here what do you need and who are you thinking of bringing in to just support you through this uh, this last 12 rounds
1: yeah, look, good question, Kempe. i uh, Look, it's all happened so fast, but I, I really want to try and get a couple of the old boys back in around the group. I had a meeting this morning with um, Kevin Campion. Um, I said, mate, because he lives up this way. I said, if I can get you around the group a couple of times a week, and you know, get get back to you know what it means to put on a Warriors jersey, um, you know, he's jumped at the idea and he'll help out wherever he can. So. Right. You know, at the moment we we're lacking effort, we're lacking steel, we're we lacking resilience, and that's what he was all about. You know, a couple of other players I've I've spoke to that can try and help out, and would love to get there over those sides of, um, back in New Zealand, as Arwen Goodenbill and Monty Beetham. Um, so there's lots of players, there's lots of player, people that have put their hand up just for for some support, and I, I reckon that's what the club needs right now is getting back to some identity of what our you know what the jersey meant to some of these players that played you know. Back even when you were coaching Kempy, or even before then. So um, that's a, a big thing for me at the moment. I'm going to try and look to find some people out there that that love the, the club, love the jersey, that can help out wherever they can, and I'm sure they'll they'll be be really good for us.
0: That's, that's so cool Stace honestly and uh, mate I, I've got to ask about accountability because we've seen some players uh, especially a game manager and Sean Johnson not really delivering on the football field what's the future hold for Sean Johnson mate and, and are, are there tough conversations going on with him in and around game management? Yeah
1: certainly Kempe that's a good question you know Sean I spoke to Sean yesterday about where he's at and, you know he's you know, the first person to put his hand up and admit that he's um, not playing good. Um, You know, he he has some touches on the field that he is good, but, you know, um, we've got a couple of halves, young halves here at the moment that just need some game time in the lower grades and, you know, if they can get some good game time there and then they'll come in the picture if, um, you know, Sean, um, you know, uh, doesn't, doesn't step up. And he's trying hard, Sean, he's... You know he's away from his family and everyone's different you know everyone's different in, in what they're doing he's struggling a little bit with um, some support there and I know where he's at and uh, you know he's going to get a shot this week um, to get us back on track because we, we do need Sean um, to be you know near his best you know his, his his kicking game is you know is so important to us and, and it's probably been a lacking part of his game the last couple of weeks
0: Mate, have you got a plan? Have you got a plan mm-hmm. if it doesn't come off? If if, if <laughs> SJ doesn't step up, have you got a plan? Yep. You know, I know you've got some yeah, young we'll guys a in there. What yeah. do, what's that plan?
1: Yep. Well, I'm not going to let you know. I can't <laughs> uh, i can't be, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I like you, mate. But I just think <laughs> you close to our chest, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, you that's know, all good. Yeah, hey, you know, we, we've we got something there. Look, I mean, everyone knows the situation we're in and, and we're at, especially with, with our halves and, and whatnot. So um, we've got to make some tough calls if um you know, if we don't get the, the results soon. I just just for this week, we you know, with what's happened and all of that, we just needed a little bit of stability this week just to, you know, see where we're at. If we make huge changes, um, you know, it, it doesn't go down too well, especially if if the players that you're gonna replace them with aren't delivering in the lower grade. So we've got some kids here that just needs need some time there and we'll see where they're at. Um, in the next week or so, a couple of weeks.
2: Hey, um, hey Stacey, you you mentioned the um the identity and, and trying to sort of I guess find that Warriors identity and that DNA again. H- has a big part of or a big challenge been the fact that you're an Aussie and how important is it to be coming home to New Zealand, being at Mount Smart, being around New Zealand rugby league again for building that sort of Warriors culture and identity?
1: Oh look, it's certainly really important for us to get home to be, to be back in front of our fans and. You know the other thing too that you know that's been really hard for this for the, the club over the last few years is obviously we haven't been able to have a clear pathway uh, for our players because of you know the not being able to have a SG ball team or a Jersey Fleet team, having a reserve grade team, which is what we had uh, three years ago or two years ago. So um, all of those those things add up, and, and the sooner we can get home and get settled and back at Mount Smart and get our junior pathways. Um, firing, then you know you're going to have players that have played a bit of footy, like your Rocco Berries, your Villiarmi, um, Valiers, and and those players um, come through our system of being in a you know an under nineteen or under twenties team and then playing reserve grade. Where over here they've sort of been more or less put straight into the first grade of not playing many games of footy. So all of those things add up and are really important to to the club that we get home and get settled and get our our juniors and our reserve grade um, things in place, and that's going to make a massive difference to the club. Yeah, dead right.
0: Here, here. Hey, Stace. Uh, just before I let you go, I'm going to I'm going to leave you with the last say. What What would you like to say to the New Zealand public as you work towards that July third uh, return here to Mount Smart?
1: Oh, look, we we under no illusions where we're at at the moment. Um, you know, from me, I, I want to. Us, you know, win some footy games and get back there, and, and the crowd get right behind behind this team because you know we haven't had it, um, haven't been at home for three years now, and, and the support that we'll get from from you guys back home is you know going to be be just wonderful for for this team that really needs at these hard times um, um, support from from everyone back home.
2: Awesome, Stace. Hey, I know it's been a hectic uh, last forty-eight hours for you, mate, but we really appreciate taking the time coming on, and uh, and good luck for this weekend.
1: No worries. Cheers, boys. Thank you. There Cheers, Stacey.
2: There you go. Uh, interim head coach uh, for the Warriors, Stacey. Jones, if you want to uh, react to that, you can text double eight double three, or we might have some time for some calls on 0800 150 811. Uh, what interested you most about that, um, Kempi?
0: Oh, look what he basically Stace is so transparent, you know what I mean? But the most interesting thing for me, bring back Campo. Yeah, that was, know, bring that was great. Bring back the old boys and, and get some get some identity back into that jersey about what it really means to play and want to win for the club. And which is which is so lacking at the moment. So, you know, he's gone back to what he knows, you know, he's been there, he's done that, and you know, the the, the funny thing about this, he's he Campo's been sitting on their door for a long, long time. Yeah. And Stace has gone Mate, I'm going straight to him. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's probably the one. Of, if you know Campo, <laughs> mate, he, he, I'm telling you now, those forwards better get ready because he <laughs> does not mix his words.
2: But what kind of um, what kind of guy is Stace can be You've you know been around him a lot and you know growing up with him that sort of thing. Uh, what's his style? is he the kind of guy that can give you a rocket up the bum, or is he more of a, a friendly coach? What I guess are you going to get out of Stace as a coach?
0: Well, he can do. He's not one to. He's not one to lose his rag. He, you know, he's a bit like Colin Cooper, really. When they 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 quite spoke quietly spoken, but when they need to say something, they'll say it at the right time. Mm. Um, and Stacey's so humble, you know. Like he's Mr. Rugby League in this country. I've been out with him and and seen him many times get hounded. And Stacey Jones has always been Stacey Jones. What you see is what you get. So you've got to remember, and I tried to say this this morning that. Stacy Jones has more to lose in the club by taking this position on. Totally, yeah, you know, and and I'm really I'm really mindful of that. You know, he's 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 our iconic figure that sits here in our country. So, well, we need to get behind him. We need to understand what he's taken on, and he's taken it on, like you just said, because he grew up here. He grew up in this club. It mm-hmm. means so much to him. Um, yes, it's out. The you know the, the tide's still out, whether or not he's the answer, but. You know, he, he's picked up this chalice at the moment that isn't very good and, and what he needs is our, our country to get behind him on July the 3rd.
2: Absolutely. Uh, we're going to get news with Johnny Mack, and uh, we also want to make sure that, you know, this isn't just a Warriors hour from three to four. This is uh, all rugby league, all NRL. We know there's a lot of fans of other teams out there. So um, what we're going to do after news at 3.30 is go through just some of the big stories floating around the rugby league world and uh, get Kempi's views on them. You can text through double eight double three, or you can jump on the phone 0800 but we'll take some news with Johnny Mac. Welcome back into Running It Straight, our Rugby League show. Kempi and myself, Sam Hewitt, taking you through. And uh, after the news, we do a thing called Six Again. Uh, six topics, hot topics from around the NRL, around Rugby League, and uh, just have a little bit of chat about them. Uh, lots of texts coming in on double eight, double three. One says, love what Stace is saying. Get an identity and pride back in the jersey. Losing a game doesn't matter. We just need passion for the club. And uh, you definitely got that sense uh, through Stacey. Um, right. We don't have our fancy sound effects yet. We're still working on those. But uh, tackle number one in our set of six, Kempi. Um, let's go to another coach who's also lost his job, and that's Michael Maguire leaving the Tigers and Brett Camorley taking over. They've gone for a similar road of getting a legend to, to pick up the scraps. Uh, what do you make of, I guess, where the Tigers are at and how similar is it to the
0: Warriors? Well, it's very similar. It's very similar in a number of um, areas, especially around you know punting the coach halfway through the season and this review that's been on in the background. They reviewed Madge at the be- at the end of last year, gave him gave him some changes, put Kamali into the coaching staff, uh, and look what happens. You know, Brett Kamali, the Newcastle boy, picks it up and possibly could be their answer. Um, even though Tim Sheens is talking about instilling a developing coach yeah. for next year. So. Uh, the saddest thing about me about it for me Madge Maguire he's our Kiwis coach Yeah, you know what I mean and I think one of the criteria is at national level especially if we're hiring Australians out of the NRL if they lose their NRL coaching job they lose the, the national coaching job as well
2: How many games has he coached for the Kiwis given they haven't played in the best part of three years he's probably only a handful um, as well Interesting hearing Tim Sheen's on 360 last night who yeah w- was under no illusion they are going after a development coach they're not going after a premiership winner they're going after a guy who's going to work with the young guys, be supportive, be encouraging, and build something for the next 10 years. That's exactly um, right.
0: And 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 I think that's what you need to do. I think the Warriors need to do that as well. A story that came out from the Sydney Morning
2: Herald, uh, this is Tackle 2, um, Katoni Staggs, who of course is Selwyn Cobos' teammate, they're playing on different sides of the coin tonight, and uh, Staggs joked about uh, all the weaknesses he knows of Cobos from playing with him at the Broncos and how he's going to bring those to the Blues attack tonight. I can imagine Kempi a few... Uh, spiralling bombs from Nathan Cleary
0: Isn't it interesting the mind games have started even between play, player versus player state versus state you know yep. what I mean like um, you think the aerial uh, challenge will come from Queen, Queensland mm. you know Cobo and and the big boy from Xavier Melbourne, Coates, yeah. Xavier Coates, out there on the on the left wing, and you know that monster bomb, you know, Daly Cherry Evans' kicking game's quite good. So you get Stags coming out and say, "No, nah, no, nah, we're going after Cobbo with uh, with Nathan Cleary and his kick." And you go, "Wow, yeah." <laughs> exactly. actually, going to be an aerial attack tonight.
2: And then it's one of those things where they've been saying that all all week, and then the first kick will go to Coates. Yeah, and you know it'll
0: just be. Oh, no, we're actually not going to go that way. We'll no, go the but other look, way. At, look at look at uh, you know Billy Slater is a smart man. Cam Smith running the ruck. I will tell you now. Look at the chasers coming out from Marker and putting pressure on uh, Nathan Cleary's inside kick. So they, they push him sideways. Yeah.
2: yeah. I saw a, a video of Billy Slater in training uh, replicating his little 0-4 chip over the top. So I'm sure he's teaching that to his lads as well. Um, Lots um, of kick pressure t- to Tackle number three, and this one's an interesting one. Um, Payne Haas, uh, the Broncos uh, front rower, says uh, he wants to remove gambling and booze ads from uh, the front of jerseys he's Ooh, seen how much damage call. it's uh, caused to the community he's been involved with uh, involved in and he uh, he wants it off the jerseys can be.
0: yeah it's a big core, and it's a profile I, I don't think using religion as a as a um means to getting a getting an answer is a, is the right thing um here you know like it's been around for a long time whether it's around in the future I don't know but currently people go out and watch the footy and they don't mind having a, a bit of a punt and a bit of a beer sitting in the grandstand and join the social social activity on the on the outside of it and and rugby league makes a lot of money on the back of it and, and as far as advertising goes so um whether or not I'm walking away from the game, if they don't remove it and he's big enough to do that, I don't think he's bigger than the game.
2: No. Is it uh, Quad X that sponsor uh, Queensland? That's a big sponsor they'd lose if that was the... Well, you'd Take find, it off the jersey
0: and... Like, you'd find um, chinks in every armour. Yeah. Around sponsorship if you wanted to. It's true. So, you know, I think it's uh, a profiled um, approach and speech that he's made because he's you know he's got a platform to, to say it.
2: Uh, tackle four we'll go back to uh, the Warriors Nathan Brown because that has been one of the big stories this week and Stace taking over Uh, one thing I was going to ask you Kempi, is um, if Stace is successful through to the end of the year and success looks you know it can look different for a number of people whether it's him winning a whole bunch of games whether it's him turning the club culture around and identity do you then give him the head coach role from 2023 or is he just doing a job here to the end of the year and then you go and find someone
0: well, you know, my advice to Stacey, and I, I gave him just basically uh, one piece of advice: is to make sure he, while he's got these twelve weeks, twelve rounds under his belt, that to do it his own way um, and really put his flavour on it, and don't let you know owners or CEOs challenge what he's what he's trying to do um, because he's the he's the head coach. Whether or not he's ready for 2022, that's Stacey's decision. Mm. You know, I've often said, you know, I was I wasn't ready. I took the job, and you know, I should have stepped back and, and still done some time. Um, if he can learn anything from me, mate, I'd say step back at the end of the year and, yeah. and continue to develop and let you let yourself have that time to to know that when you're ready to go actually, you're not saying it's, it's you know, not the right circumstances has taken over the job.
2: Absolutely. Uh, tackle number five in this one, we are covering the last seven days and included in that, there's uh, Ray Warren announcing that he's retiring from uh, the commentator's booth, which means he won't call Origin tonight or for the rest of the series, and he finishes on
0: 99. Rav's pretty iconic. Uh, did he ever call any moments of yours? kempi uh mate he probably did um look i I never ever watched any of my own games until i retired and and that was only recently like you know last couple of years i've been watching some youtube videos that i've found so uh I, i really wouldn't know if he called him but i do um know that he's the best we've ever had and there's been Mm. some great ones you know rex mossop used to call back in the early days when i was at newcastle Um, of course we've had some some great callers in new zealand as well in and around our sport but Rabs, when he picks up the mic and talks it's like rugby league we've got rugby league on you know what i mean so what a job for the caller tonight picking up that that mic and calling the origin game where we've listened for the nasty 99 origins with rabs on the end of that mic.
2: I almost feel sorry for him to be honest. I can I can imagine the social media Mate, do you, How do you
0: think he feels right now? Oh,
2: exactly. Yeah, the guy and, and you can't win. Whether you try no, to, to, it to is, re- replicate a, it, whether impossible. you try to your own thing, you're just you're gonna get criticized. Um final tackle on the last, uh Mark Robinson, uh the owner of the Warriors. Um, we've talked a lot about Nathan Brown, we've talked a lot about um Stacy Jones, but what about above them? Nathan, uh, Sorry, Cameron George and Mark Robertson. What do they need to do?
0: Yeah, look, I think Cameron really needs to step up and own the the CEO's role um, on his own. You know what I mean? You can talk to your owner behind the scenes, but it doesn't need to be polarised and played out in the media and and in everyone's uh, living room. You know, so uh, a couple of telling things for me yesterday, like back page today in New Zealand, they've had a real crack at Mark. You know what I mean? Um, you see him on on the on the TV last night. They're trying to get a comment out of him in his car. No comment. You know what I mean? Like that's probably the best thing. That the, the owner's warrior could do, uh, the owners of the Warriors can do, mm. is have no comment. Mm. Like let the CEO be the face and just sit back and trust the people who are running the club to do the job.
2: There you go. That's our set of six uh, for this week. We'll do it every Wednesday just after 3.30. 30. Uh, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll look ahead to round 14 in State of Origin this evening.
1: Have your say on the great game of rugby league 0800 150 811. This is Running It Straight on SCNZ.
2: Yeah, Running It Straight here on SCNZ between 3 and 4 every Wednesday. Myself and Kempi, um, your leg fix every single week. Um, what we're going to do here is uh, a round preview, um, a round look ahead, a round run through. For round 14 coming up, we're just going to start quickly though with State of Origin and I will, um, there are a lot of texts here on double We're going to get to those and um. In our next segment, which we're going to call Inside the 10, um, leading us up towards four o'clock. So we will get to your text very shortly. But first, um, a quick preview um, State of Origin this evening, Kempi, uh, who have you got?
0: Uh, New South Wales are short. They haven't lost there since 2017 in and Sydney, and Queensland are uh, coming down under Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, and Jonathan Thurston, mate three immortals. I actually think Queensland are a chance.
2: You reckon? One to 12?
0: I think they'll, I think they'll get them by two.
2: Wow. Okay. Nice and close. Um, we do have NRL action starting on Friday. Are uh, the Cowboys and the Dragons kick off around
0: fourteen? What do you reckon? There's a reason why they're a dollar twenty favourites. The Cowboys all day. Uh, Titans Rabbitos on Saturday at Rabbitos. five pm. Yeah. Yep. Titans. Are, Titans are done.
2: Uh, after that, the seven thirty game. That's a pretty good game. Roosters Storm.
0: Yeah. Roosters always go good against the Storm. I see them bouncing back storm no who, who are the stormers I'm just trying to think off well, the top they, of my head yeah they've got their their hooker their, fi, their hooker their five eight their full backs out you yep. know the new spine so you reckon the roosters got it
2: yeah um the late night Saturday game is the Broncos Raiders the game of the round yeah
0: Broncos Raiders take a take a pick. Just take a pick. Yeah. 50-50. Um, Tigers, Seagulls on Sunday at 4pm. Well, you know, I said it again. I said it like when you when you have a change, especially at coaching, they normally bounce back. I'm actually going West Tigers in this one.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Um, the Knights and the Panthers are Sunday night at
0: 6.05. Yeah, look, the Knights can't win a game. Panthers <laughs> jump on. Too good. they they, they got a steam train at the, the moment.
2: The big one for uh, for Warriors fans, obviously, Sunday night, 8.15, Warriors and Sharks. I'm picking
0: Stacey gets his first win.
2: You reckon? I do the sharks. I would back Nico Hines to back up after tonight. I don't think he'll play many minutes tonight, so they might have a pretty full strength shark side. Do you think the Warriors will get it yeah, done?
0: That it's coming from a heart, <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure. <laughs> and uh, there's a Monday game because of state of origin. Uh, Monday at six pm is the Bulldogs and the Eels. So the Bulldogs, uh, do they bounce back with uh, with a new coach?
0: Oh well, you know they they generally go this is an old game. This one, eh? Lots of history, mm. and I think, they'll, I think they'll stick in there for a long, long while. But Parramatta, yeah, they're too good. There you go. That's our
2: round preview for uh, round 14, which kicks off, uh, kicks off Friday. But we've got State of Origin tonight. Kempi's picking the Maroons by two points. That's a big call. Uh, we're going to take one last break. When we come back, we'll come through, uh, go through your texts on 8833, the Temper Bear Post text machine. Also, get some of uh, Kempi's picks for the weekend from the TAB
1: hitting analysis of one of the greatest games on earth. We're talking rugby league. This is Running It Straight on SENZ.
2: Back into running it straight between three and four every Wednesday, your brand new league show with Kempi and myself. We call this bit uh, Inside the Ten, and we're going to run through a few text messages from yours on 8833. Uh, Jimmy says, This is awesome, lads. Best show on radio. Feed us league, league, and more league. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, you asking, uh, we give you, Jimmy. No worries. Um, yeah, uh, another one here says, Love Stacy, what a breath of fresh air he was. And Tim says, Hi Kempion Sammy, what a legend the little general. Jeez, I would walk on broken glass after listening to Stacy. Good on him to get the old boys back. I'm back on the bandwagon. All aboard, Tim, all aboard. And a couple of questions, uh, Kempy, one comes in from Gig, says, uh, what would we call a successful season under Stacey?
0: Oh, look, I think you get a couple of wins, and the main point is that Stacey changes the culture around, and the guys put an AD effort in week in, week out, and pick up a few wins on the way. Uh, Jared says, and this actually came in while we were talking
2: to Stacey, so sorry, Jared, we we saw this right at the end, we couldn't put it to Stacey, but I'll put it to you, Kempy. Whilst it's not an ideal situation right now for being coach, and it would be unfair to criticise Stacey with what happens for the rest of the season, do you think Stacey's of the mindset um, of right? I'm going to make a statement and take the head job, a head coach job, on next year. You sort of answered that when you said you'd advise him to just take a step back.
0: Yeah, look, I, I don't think he's of that mindset. I think what his his mindset is like. I need to get this team functional and put in an effort and week in week out. And I've, and I, you know, what I did get out of the conversations, or two conversations, I've had with him now, is that he's given this first team this week an opportunity before he makes changes. Mm. So he's going to go to put players that are actually going to want to play for the jersey. Yeah,
2: very, very interesting. Uh, Kimberly says, uh, yes, Kempy read the mid-season sackings. It's demoralizing for everyone and adds to the general anxiety throughout the club. It's a toxic way to pass the buck when often the coach is not the problem or the only problem.
0: They, they, and of course, the clubs have a problem. You look, you look at um, the Tigers, Canterbury and the Warriors. The, do you think the coach is the problem? No. No? No, no there's a lot more going on. I'll, I'll tell you stuff. what the problem is. Recruitment. Yeah you know so and, the, and, and those, in some
2: cases ownership and other yeah, things as well
0: yeah the, the unfortunately the coach is the scapegoat
2: it is always is and just a final one here from Andre have no fear the little general is here great to hear the likes of Campo and Monty are happy to help out we just need to get the team back to NZ and reset we also need a strong NZ League NPC or at the very least a stronger Auckland comp to help nurture through local players it was good to hear Stace talking about the uh, the development teams they'll bring back like the flags and the and the reserve grades when they come back to New Zealand
0: look we'll do We'll do some more on that, especially talking local league and, and what those pathways would look like. Uh, we can do that here in Auckland, 100%.
2: Right, to finish our show uh, every week, Kempi, we're going to do Kempi's Flutter, uh, a couple of power plays or just bets for the weekend. Tonight, We're or well, today, we're going to focus on State of Origin tonight. So what have you got for us, mate?
0: Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a close one. I've, I've had a look at a couple of power plays uh, that the TAB, Paulie Moati, offered up. Yes. Um, and I like any, any Penrith player to score, Okay. They got a plenty they got plenty out there. They do. They've they got plenty of chance. That's five bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. And I do think it's gonna be a close one tonight. And I've always kicked myself like I should've you know, these half time, full time draws that you, you always say, I should take a draw on yeah. a half time, full time draw. <laughs> Yeah, kick myself. But I think this week, the, I think they they may be offering up a good one here. Queensland to win an extra time, 36 bucks.
2: Wow. Okay. You think extra time could be the way to go. Um, I got one uh, earlier on today, and it was uh, either Brian Toto or Daniel Tupo to score, and either Cobbo or Coates to score. So basically, the wingers from both teams. Oh, you're gonna So get... two tries wingers, and either team to win by eight or less.
0: So, so one of those four need to score and nah, by, so, so, so
2: one by eight from So either Tao or Tupo have to score, and yep. then either Kobo or Coates have to score. So basically a winger from each team has to score a try, and then the winning team so has to win by like eight points. a have done quite a bit of study on that. <laughs> it's quite, that's actually well, quite a good bet. But here's the thing, be at $4.50, I was saying that... Uh, In Origin, you don't really see middle tries through the middle. You you see them out wide because the packs are so Mm. fit and so physical, you don't get those lazy tries up the gut. So I think out wide is... And tonight's going to be
0: an aerial attack.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Those are our picks for the week. Uh, That's uh, us wrapping up, running it straight. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good moving forward every Wednesday, talking league for an hour. I love it. um, Taking your texts, taking your calls, getting good guests on and bringing you all the news and opinions around rugby league. So every Wednesday, staff will be from 12 till 3, and then uh, it'll be myself and Kempe from 3 until 4. Don't forget the run home coming up at 4 o'clock. They've got Cameron George on after 5. They'll be putting some tough questions to him, I am sure. Stay tuned to that. But from myself and Kempe, we'll catch you next Wednesday.